Welcome to Paranormal Things. I'm your host, Keith Frischkorn from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we're going to show you Great British Ghosts, uh, Episode 2, Season 1, uh, The New Inn Hotel in Gloucestershire. Without further ado, Great British Ghosts. Welcome to Great British Ghosts. Today I've come to the Royal County of Gloucestershire, which is home to some of the most haunted sites in the whole of Britain. Later I'll be going on a tour of 17th century Chavenage House, but first I've come to Gloucester High Street, and between all the shops is a real hidden gem, and one of the most haunted places in the whole area. The new inn dates back to the 14th century. It was originally built to house pilgrims visiting the shrine of King Edward II at nearby Gloucester Cathedral and has over 700 years of history. William Shakespeare once performed here and Lady Jane Grey, the wife of Henry VIII, stayed here in 1553, only to be beheaded a year later. What's really interesting about the new inn is the amount of paranormal activity that's happened in recent years, from people being pushed and shoved in the cellar, to the spirits of children playing in the courtyard, to the most famous incident, the pint of beer that mysteriously slid itself off the table and onto the floor. on a night that we had a quiz on Mark and I weren't down um, and the guys just said to us the next day oh yeah one of the ghosts knocked a pint off we were like yeah okay whatever and it was about probably about a week later I went oh, stop going on about it I, I checked the CCTV and to say it put goosebumps all down my back it was just to see it, it looked like it got flung off the table Local paranormal researcher Lynn Sindri was in the pub when it happened. I was sitting right here that night and I couldn't believe what happened. Over there on that table there was a full pint. There was four people sat there. I was here, other people were sat there and the four people saw the glass move just a little bit across the table and then flick right over, fall onto the floor. The rest of us heard the thud and we all looked round and were shocked at what we saw. How come it was caught on camera? Because the CTV camera is just up there and it always points that way over in the corner where a ghost of a lady has been seen and she is supposedly the nanny of the two children that died in the fire and she wants to sit there to look out into the courtyard to try and connect again to the two children. There actually was a fire in the pub back in the 19th century, where two children did die. I've obviously seen the footage, and I can see why a lot of people think it was fake. Yeah. Do you no. think it was fake? No, definitely not. I was here, they weren't, and why would we fake it? And I, I would swear on the Bible to anybody, it was not fake. In that particular room at the back, I felt presence myself on that particular table. And we've had so many customers that have come in and actually seen 
things being dragged on the table like menus without no explanation. There might not be anybody in there at the time. So there's a lot of poltergeist activity on that side, definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. I can categorically say what you see is what's happened. No trickery involved. Could it have slid off the table? Of course it could. Could it have done this? Could it have blasted it? Of course it could. What happened is what you see. We did not fake anything at all. But it's not just the bar that's experienced paranormal activity. There have been ghosts reported in almost every corner of the hotel. And Lynn agreed to show me around, starting with the most haunted bedroom. So just down the corridor here, we have the famous oak suite, uh, most haunted room in the whole of the inn. So there's and a lot uh, of activity there, a lot oh of yes. bumps in the night. Oh yes, definitely. And it's, uh, it's a pretty spooky room to be in. Here we are, the oak suite. There is a heavy atmosphere at times, and even when you open the door, you can feel it. You can feel that somebody's already in there or, or that... It's, it's almost like you hear, quick, come in. Uh, that, sort of, that sort of eerie feeling that uh, you just know something's in there or something's going to happen. Um, sometimes it could be very nice and sometimes it could be quite creepy. Well, it's certainly old. Oh, look at it, it's amazing. It is, it's lovely. It's the 18th century panels, but we feel that they are a lot older and have come from somewhere else. We don't know where. So whoever brought them here, it may even have the energies from the place it was before. We have several encounters in here of ghosts. Um, this area here, there has been seen a man in a dark costume. And he comes out to the wall and he's almost looking around at everybody that's in here. And then he won't go any further. He stops right here. Have you seen it? Just a shadow of a dark figure. Hotel. There's uh, been several incidents in there. Uh, a, a gentleman that stayed here, um, he thought that uh, somebody had got into bed with him in the night and uh, he was half asleep and thought, oh, it's my wife, and then jumped up quick, realised it wasn't his wife, and he wasn't even home. And over here, by the bed, a friend of mine was sat here. She was a sceptic, didn't believe at all. Think, think anything would frighten her at all. Suddenly burst out crying uncontrollably in front of everybody. People have felt uh, taps pushed in there, um, uh, sparkly lights have been seen in there, um, the curtains or the drapes on the four-poster bed have been moving as if somebody's been tapping it. I think it's just the sheer history of the building and how many people over 600 years have actually been in there. So what's this? This is a fantastic piece here. This is a hidden door. What was it used for? We believe a priest hall. Why did priests use it? The dissolution of the monasteries with Henry VIII. If the priests were in this room and they heard the soldiers come in, they would go into here and hide, and the priest, they wouldn't see them because of the panels and the hidden door. 
Over the last 10 years, there have been more than 100 reported ghost sightings and paranormal events in the hotel, making it one of the most active places in the UK. Our daughter, um, I thought I heard a little girl talking to her. Um, I mean, it was the dead of night, I couldn't sleep, and I could hear like a murmuring around, and I thought, what is it? I couldn't figure it out at all. And I, I flung the door open to see if there was anybody in there or, you know, the, what was in there, and it just stopped dead completely. And I was like, okay, I'm going back to bed now. <laughs> Close the door. I still don't know what it was, but it sounded like a young child uh, talking to my daughter. <laughs> and in through here, we have the oldest part of the building. So when does it date back to 1450? Oh, that is old, isn't it? It is old, yes, indeed. And uh, this is the old attic or loft. And in through there is the original old stairs. At the back of there, there is a man that's quite menacing. And when we've done overnight investigations here, he's come forward and he's all dark, all cloaked. And he only comes halfway through and he won't come any further. Hotel manager. Most of us are fearful of the unknown. And that's quite natural, very, very natural. The only reason that I'm not as fearful most of the time is because I do it more and more and more. And I'm understanding more and more and more. Most sellers, as we know, we don't like because they're down underground, they're dark, they smell. But in my experience, uh, some sellers are quite oppressive feelings, especially this one. So there's been a lot of activity down here. Oh, yes. Definitely a lot of activity down here. Uh, Why does anyone come down here? Because we're crazy. <laughs> this area alone, just underneath these pipes here. Yeah. We've had phenomenal stuff under here. Now it's a bit tricky. You're gonna to have to really sort of get under. Okay, go careful. There's a man down here. Um, he's very intimidating. He doesn't like the women. Uh, when he lived here, he got the ladies pregnant and then when, he, uh, dis when they were pregnant, he disposed of them by throwing them off the balcony. And there is also another theory that, that real... possibly they might be hidden behind the walls. Research here. it and actually. Oh no, that's And when we're it. when we're down here, and then we get order. these noises, it's almost as like he doesn't like us here and he's telling us to get out. It's quite common knowledge. I don't like it down there at all. Uh, it's very foreboding. Very sort of just. I, every time I go down there, it, I just get chased back out of it, so don't like it at all. It's quite a, an overwhelming feeling when you go down there. Um, I've been down there once in the time that we've been here, and I won't go down again. I know I won't. I don't want to. It's not a nice feeling. The skeptics will say the ghosts down. are in our imagination. Like I believe that they are the real because I've seen them. I've spoke to them. I've sensed them. There's some things that happen that just are beyond normal explanation. That's why it's called paranormal, out of the normal. Well, when
Whether the moving pint of beer was a paranormal event or not, there's no doubt about it that the New Inn is definitely a very special place. It's a hidden gem with an intriguing history where the ghosts, spirits and stories literally seep through the walls and everyone who works here just treats them all as part of the family. I believe the New Inn's definitely haunted. If you'd have asked me before I lived here, I would have said no. I, would, I wouldn't have believed it. But now that I've been here as long as we have, I, I'd say definitely haunted, and I, I believe in it wholeheartedly. This amazing building is Chavenage House in Tepri in Gloucestershire. It dates back to the Elizabethan period, and not surprisingly, it's packed full of haunted history, including a headless horseman. Chavenage is a remarkable place. During the Civil War, it was visited by Oliver Cromwell. Today, it's a family home with many features untouched for over 300 years. The man who's literally grown up with the spirits is George Losley Williams, whose family have owned the house for generations. Right, okay, this is really the main part of the house, the historical side. This is actually known as Cromwell's room. So this is where he actually slept, in this bed? This is the bed he slept in. It would have been a four-poster, but at some stage someone's actually just hacked off the the main bit of the bed to make it into an ordinary-sized bed. But it is a contemporary bed with that period, and it could have been the actual bed that Cromwell slept in. And, of course, lots of other really interesting people probably slept in this bed as well. Well, the problem is that in living memory, no-one has ever slept in this room because it had this kind of haunted feel about it. And uh, over the course of centuries, no-one has actually slept in it. It used to be the main spare room, but I know of no one who's actually slept in it. Very busy. If you come into this room, there's an atmosphere you can feel. I don't know if you can feel it now. It's quiet, it's very cold. It's always a very cold room anyway, but even in a kind of hot summer's day, it is a cold room. And the story, the last major ghost story of this house was that we were filming here and there's wires and generators all outside coming through. And an electrician was tasked to come up here during that coffee break and add to the wires. And as he was bending down, he felt some force on his back coming, pressing him onto the ground. And he looked around, he couldn't see anyone there's no one around here and he knew none of the stories of the house so he carried on and the next thing was that he's actually been physically forced into the floorboards his head pinned to the ground and everyone was outside having their coffee and this figure was seen running down saying i'm never going back in that house again and that was the last we ever saw of it well there's been so many strange things i mean when we had the um, ghost hunters and the sort of tool of trade, one of them, is a big thermometer. And going from room to room, suddenly I have seen, uh, you know, the thermometer drop. And they say that is often of a, a sign yes. of uh, something in the spiritual life. It was Sunday, and I went up into the tapestry rooms and walked in, and I felt a presence there. Bravely, I went into the room and still felt, and at that moment I was absolutely convinced there was something in the room, almost like a poltergeist. My grandmother had that room exorcised, and she did a belt and braces job by having a service performed jointly, both by Church of England and Roman Catholic priests. 
Despite the eerie history of the bedrooms, the most famous haunting at Chavenage actually occurred out in the driveway. Mm. It was said that one night back in the mid-17th century, a headless coachman drove up to the main door and carried off the body of its then-owner, General Nathaniel Stevens. Nathaniel Stevens was a member of parliament. He was a parliamentary member for South Gloucestershire, and he was quite influential. He had a group of friends that Cromwell needed on side to get the bill to go through Parliament to kill Charles. So he came down here three times, and the first two visits, Nathaniel was a fit, strong man and could cope with him. The third time, he was actually not very well, and basically to get rid of Cromwell, he agreed just to move on. And as soon as he agreed, his daughter then cursed him. And the story of this house was that the old colonel was dying. And uh, the guests were all gathered, gathered around to watch him die. And they saw this very embellished carriage arrive at the gateway, came down to the front door. The carriage stopped, and they saw that it was being driven by headless horsemen. The shroud of the old colonel was then seen to lift out of his body, drift into the carriage. The door then shut, and the carriage drove off, and was last seen be devoured by the flames of hell. No way. And that all happened just here. So this is our Civil War memorabilia, and we've got a copy of the actual uh, document of uh, the death warrant of Charles I, signed by all the relevant MPs. And after he was executed, there's an actual locket of Charles I's hair put on a brooch, again, to show people what they'd been fighting for in the Civil War and prove that he was dead. And there's a bit of his actual hair in there. So people went to his severed head and started I think, I think his hair think He was fairly ripped apart to get bits and pieces off him. This is a fairly pro-Charles I, uh, if you read the document about it. It was uh, one made into a nice locket, but with his hair. Gee, I find that quite haunting. That is quite spooky. <laughs> I think it's always been told we were the haunted house or the second most haunted house in Gloucestershire. And really from the day we were born, it was, you know, have you seen the ghosts at Chavenage? And certainly the headless coachman has been a story. Um, when you say Chavenage, that's what everyone thinks of. And so, I mean, I'm not what I've ever seen him myself, but we're always there. And I remember actually the first time I ever really noticed that I was going to sleep here alone. It was quite a daunting sight, so as you've probably met most of our dogs, they slept with me that night. This is a new hotel in Gloucestershire. So this is one of the other stories of the house, and through this door is... If I can open it. Oh, it's a great door. You will find this very small little window. And that window actually is in direct line with Bevson Castle, which was a royalist castle. And the story was, one of the maids here used to signal to her boyfriend, who was one of the guards of the royalist castle, by putting a light in this window. And as soon as that light shone, he, they would have a meeting point. The only trouble was they got caught one night and they were put to death. And does she come back as a ghost? Well, this is a story. I've, again, never seen anything of her, but uh, the story was that she, her spirit's still around, still signaling through. So if you see a light in that window, you know she's around. Oh, that's quite a tragic romantic love story, very isn't it? Very romantic. Yeah. So we go outside. And it was here that I had my first real experience of a ghost, because 
when I was very young, when I was about eight, my first camping experience was literally just here, yeah. about five feet from the house. <laughs> and a friend of mine was camping, and we woke up very early, as you do when you're camping. We looked out of a little tent, and we saw this dark figure of a horse and a man on it with a big black hat. It was just over there. So we looked at it, and we kind of zipped it up quickly, went hidden in our sleeping oh, bags, and again wouldn't come out until someone actually came out to see if we were all right. It was about nine o'clock, so it was about three hours shaking in our little camp beds. That must have been terrifying Absolutely for an eight-year-old. And we still talk about it today. And you, did you both see it? Vivid? We both saw it, and uh, both. It's not a, in one of our imagination. We both could describe exactly the same figure. The main house has a small chapel attached to it, which also has its resident ghost, a hooded monk. Some time ago, while my uncle was still alive, just before dinner. I went into the chapel to say my prayers. And all the time I was in one of the pews, there was a monk knelt at the altar rail. I wanted to go up and tap him on the shoulder and ask him where he'd come from. But he seemed to be so engrossed in his prayers that I didn't like to disturb him. So I tiptoed out of the door and left him to his praying. Convinced there are ghosts, and I know people have been here before, but I'm not that person that's looking out for somebody with a white sheet and black eyes. I think it's more history, and if it helps you tell a story, and I'm sure, certainly, I mean, living in a house which your family have been in quite a long time, not only are they looking down from up there at you, <laughs> they are also wandering past, and hopefully, occasionally, you know, wish you luck on the way. Chavenage House really is a picture postcard of what a haunted house should look like, which is probably why it's been used for so many movies and TV series. And whether those stories are just embellished legends or events that can be practically explained, they certainly are all great ghost stories. Well, from me in Gloucestershire, that's it. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sleep tight.